Hello and welcome to this week's Ranking Attack podcast, the rap podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Shane. And we're just about to hit week six. Yeah, no, it's moving forward, isn't it? It's moving forwards, and it's kind of those, it's for me, it's that weird Tuesday, Wednesday. It's only really that time of the week where there's not much football to talk about, or even Wednesday, actually, is the only day when there's nothing. Yeah, it's a bit slow, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're looking at the waiver wire of what happened last night, I suppose. You know. And you could preview Thursday's game, even. Of course, we do have that, but you're right, it's slow. That's why we do this Wednesday. That's why we do it Wednesday. And the good news is, um, neither of us are drunk, and only 50% of us are hungover today. Oh, you were out last night? It was a, I've got a bit of a headache, I'm uh. not going to lie. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to have a look at how we did with our overrated and underrated from week five. We're going to go into our kryptonite and catnip. We're then going to look at a couple of trade things mm-hmm. and uh, sort of look back on what we spoke about last week in, in week five. We've got a new section. We've got a new section. We're going to pick a game of the week that we think in terms of fantasy is sort of intriguing, mm-hmm. what we think might be useful. And then, of course, we're going to climb up into our fantasy trust tree. Cradle each other. Cradle each other. No, no, no. <laughs> and uh, help someone in dire need of our assistance. Cradle someone else. So before we go on, um, how did we do last week in fantasy? Well, Sam, I had another 3 and a week. That's 2 out of 5, 3 no. Nice. Uh, something, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was actually a pretty exciting one uh, for fantasy terms. Uh, I was trailing in my 20-team league going into Monday night. Vic needed to get me 14, and he got me like 14.8. Uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I won by less than a point. It, it's, uh, those, it's those decimal point leagues which yeah. are useful. It, it's quite cool. I mean, it, it, it's such an intense league that uh, my picking up Zach Zenner, what, 10 minutes before kickoff? Yeah. Uh, made the difference. Uh, if I had not picked up Zach Zenner and dropped Drake Bell, I would have lost. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was a good deal. I, I also beat the division leader in our league. Which uh, is good for our division because we're in the same division. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, things are looking good for me. Things looking good. How about you? I went um, two and one uh, in in our flea flicker league. That was the one that really kind of caused. Well, that's the one I lost in. Um, I ended up my three running backs, so my two starting running backs and my flex combined for just seventeen points in total in a PPR league. That, that was Ingram, Spiller, and Lacey. Yeah, no long touchdowns for Spiller against the Cowboys. Nothing. Lacey did nothing. Uh, and the other thing was that I really, on, on terms of my wide receivers, I was absolutely screwed. Bye weeks and things, right? It was bye weeks. It was injuries. So I was forced to start my only other. So I was starting Calvin Johnson, which right. I wasn't happy about either, really. Um, and I was forced to start Nelson Aguilar as my wide receiver too. And the rookie went out early. Uh, he went out early. He ended up, I think, one reception for five yards and got me 1.5 points. So you had a few uh, laggards, let's say. Uh, yeah, I, it was one of those weeks that just killed me. Yeah, I, I did notice your score was like in the 80s. Somewhere. It was pretty low. It was pretty low. It was it was an embarrassing one. I, I think I touched 140. Whatever. Yeah, that was... <laughs> it's all good, all good, all good. It's another week, right? It's another week. So we're on to week six, then, and we'll see how we do then. Yep. All right. Exactly. Let's look at the next section. Yeah, let's go straight yeah, into the next section. Going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. A little bit of music? A little bit of music. <laughs> So let's look at our. Let's go back into week five and look at our overrated and underrated. Uh, now the first one, your overrateds were the the running back the tandem Bengals, of Hill and Bernard. Uh, exactly the Bengal backfield. I said to stick stay away from. Yeah, they've been hot. Uh, I didn't feel so good this week going uh, last week uh, going in, and I believe I did all right. Yeah, not too bad. Hill ended up twenty third. Okay. So he was a low end. Bernard. Bernard sorry, Bernard. sorry, but yeah, but sorry. Bernard went twenty third, so he was a low end RB two. 
Yeah. Uh, but Hill ended up 57th. So there you go. So totally. I, I mean, I'm sure both of those were probably ranked in the top 20, right? Sure, I think so, or at least low 20. And it's, I mean, that's what you're going to get with them. One of them will probably do it every week. Yeah, going forward, dude, I, I like both. I mean, I like Bernard better. Yeah, me too. Forward. I think so. Hill Hill's tag seems to have taken a step back. Yeah, he's going to get your touchdowns now and then. But, I mean, yeah, week to week, start these guys. But last week... Not so good. Could I do this hit? Yeah. A hit. Uh, a hit for that one. You I chose, well too, yeah. yeah, I chose Amari Cooper. He was uh, ranked 18th, and the issue was they were going up against the Broncos, who I think were top of the league in terms of defending against against wide receivers. Yeah, the defense has been amazing, actually. Right? Yeah, uh, and yeah, I mean, I although they, in the end it wasn't a close game, or it was a pretty close game actually. I yeah, mean, it was, they did have Manning because Manning can't get any points right yeah. the defense gets all the points these sure teams, yeah. which is totally the opposite from what you had two seasons ago True enough, but yeah. so anyway so he was ranked 18th he ended up with just 47 yards four points in standard scoring and just like uh, Hill as well he finished way outside the top 50 yeah Derek Carr was harried all day yeah it just it wasn't an Amari Cooper day no he done good no uh, moving on to underrated you chose uh, Mumphrey yeah the uh, Texan wide receiver yeah, I mean, I was looking at who was going to fill that number two role for the uh, Texans, and Mumphrey seemed to be the guy going forward. Uh, of course, I didn't really count on the wild card. Uh, the other rookie wide receiver, uh, Jalen Strong. Strong. Yeah. All right, anyway, Jalen had two catches. Yeah, something like that. Two touchdowns. Yeah, for two touchdowns, <laughs> and that's what's going to kill you. So you give those two touchdowns to Mumphrey, and he has a good day, obviously. Sure. Uh, but yeah, 23 points is not... Uh, 23 yards. Uh, 23 yards. Two 23 points. points is a good time. 23 points would be number two um, fantasy yeah. wide receiver. Obviously, he uh, wound up scoring about, was as expected, right? Yeah, two points. Something so like I that. think I missed, yeah. missed on that one. Uh, I went Antonio Gates. Bing, bing, bing. He was unranked, but that's where I, I think people weren't sure whether he was going to play on it, whether he was going to be activated. He went off for 92 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. And, and Gates be Gates. His 100th and 101st touchdowns of his career. Yeah, right? which I think puts him 8th or ninth or something. It's pretty amazing, that guy, dude. It is. Um, you got to give it to him. And also, just while we're on it, going back to the Murray Cooper, shout out to Charles Woodson. Yeah, the two picks. The, the, the two picks. Uh, Manning, yeah. His first uh, two picks of his career, right? Yeah. Manning. And they came out, because they came out, I think it was in the 98 draft or something like the that. Same draft, exactly. Or 96 draft, I can't remember. I actually watched an interview with Woodson before the game. Yeah. Saying how it would be nice to catch one of his balls. Yeah, exactly. The way he said it sounded really He, he wanted to get his hands on his balls. But he wound up getting his hands on his He got a hand on two balls, uh, twice, and there so you go. Hats off to him. Yeah, name. absolutely. God, how old is Woodson now? Well, he's, yeah, now, right? 40, 39, 40. So anyway, uh, this week, so moving on to week six. This week we're looking at Andy Behrens over on Yahoo. Um, and we picked him because he had some interesting he had, he had some interesting rankings. We yeah, thought it, it seemed like there's a few that we can pick apart here. Yeah. Uh, so who's our overrated for the week, Sam? So I chose a quarterback. I chose Luck. Okay. He's got him ranked at fifth. Yeah. Um, and there are some things I'm, I just... I worry about it a little bit. He's coming back from that shoulder industry. Who are they playing? They got the Pats. Patriots. There you go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's still not 100. percent Probably there seems to be problems with the offense in general. Still. I mean, still. Uh, they're getting it together a bit. I mean, at the beginning of the year, if you would have heard Luck fifth, you would have said that's not overrated. No, it's about right or even underrated yeah, or something exactly. like that. I kind of have a feeling, suspicion you could be right there. There's just something I'm not sure about. They had, like you said, they haven't been clicking yet. Andre Johnson went off last week, but that was what Will Brinson on CBS has called 
spite touchdowns and spite yards. Well, I mean, I did watch the beginning of that game, and it was weird. Like, Andre Johnson seemed rejuvenated, but I, I don't think it goes forward that way. No. Uh, I, I think there was some kind of wonder potion he somehow ingested. Just uh, against uh, Houston. Uh, of youth, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the old team and all that kind of stuff. So I think, yeah, uh, it's not going to be repeated. No. Uh, T.Y. Hilton obviously is there. Moncrief is week to week, sometimes good, sometimes not. And also, uh, listening to, to CBS Sports Podcast with Pete Prisco yesterday, and along with Brady Quinn, they were discussing actually whether... You know, Matt, Matt Hassel, sorry, Matt Hasselback's gone two and zero now. Right. So there's less less of pressure maybe to keep lucky. So if you do have that doubt, if he's not hundred percent, okay, then maybe keep him out. I mean, yeah, I don't sure. think they would. No, but, but I mean, if, if they're getting destroyed forty to three, sure, it, it, you're not going to get those garbage time points. There's, it's take him out. Yeah, which is the possibility against the Patriots always, right? And it's As we saw the Patriots the want revenge. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, exactly. Again, for for the for Deflate Gate, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, this is why I'm going to uh, stay on the uh, Colts theme here for uh, overrated. I'm going to take uh, the old man Frank Gore. Frank is glorious. Yeah, uh, Barons has him ranked tenth, um, which I don't know. I mean, it's way too high. I, I can't see Gore being in the top twenty this week. No. Personally. No. Uh, I mean, the Pats are pretty good against the run. Eight. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, given that, uh, given the fact that I do think the Patriots are an unstoppable force, unfortunately, uh, the Colts likely will be playing from behind, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that the points just won't be there for Gore. Uh, and he, that's, he ran too much last week, too. Exactly. Right? And I think what we've seen with the, with the Patriots so far is that they're making it look easy. They're getting out to a big lead. Yeah. And... No one can catch him. That game, I, I, I have to admit that I turned off that Cowboy game. Um, and then when it was I too read, painful to watch. The NFL.com uh, quote, you know, when they had the lead story was, uh, Cowboys destroyed by Patriots in a game that changed the national consciousness. Really? That was like uh, hyperbole About much. what? <laughs> Brandon Whedon? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Exactly. Like, oh, what? A, a Cowboy team that's banged up getting killed by the Super Bowl it's champion? Probably a surprise. So, yeah, I know. Anyway. Anyway, so let's move on to the, the underrated. Who have you picked? Uh, I've got Andre Ellington. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Again, if anybody watched him come back last week, he, he looked unimpressive on two touches. Uh, and then there was a magical moment uh, where he scampered for about 60 yards, more or less. And a guy coming back from an injury who runs away from the whole defense, the guy I want on my team, uh, I think he will be the lead back going this week. I, I, I think they saw enough last week. Uh, Chris Johnson will be phased out slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the rookie Johnson, who, of course... I really say you think Chris Johnson's going to be taking a lot fewer carries and... and, and oh, yeah, and, I think you have to get Ellington back in there. I mean, right. I, of course, they're going to keep Ellington's workload under 20 touches a game, I right. think. Um, I mean, he's just too frail to run that much. Mm-hmm. But I think with the committee approach of Ellington, Johnson, and Johnson, Ellington has more than ample opportunity to finish higher than 43rd. 43rd. I do know Pittsburgh is second against the run. Uh, given up a measly 10.8 points. Yeah. But uh, Ellington's, uh, I, he's a sure, oh, okay, maybe not a sure top 20. I put him in the top 30 easily, though. I, I uh, think so, yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, so he's underrated, I'd say. All right. I've but chosen, um, I've gone West Coast, going back to my 49ers, which actually we're going to speak about later. But I'm interested in in, in uh, Anquan Bolden All this right. week. Right. Um, Barron's has got him ranked 28th. Doesn't sound doesn't sound too bad, but I think, you know, he's got a few things going for them. Um, the Ravens are in free fall. 
Yeah. Their secondary does not look good at all. Yeah, they're kind of giving up points, right? That, that back and forth game last weekend looked pretty bad. You're right. Um, um, yeah, it was against the Browns, wasn't it? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they lost against the Browns. Yeah, McCown went nuts, right? Exactly. Uh, 400 and... Something, yeah, exactly. Yards. So there should be yards. So there the should be yards there. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue is obviously is whether it's going to be him or Torrey Smith. Okay. San Francisco no longer appears to know what a tight end is. Uh, uh, who is Vernon Davis? Who is this? Exactly. Is In fact, I've heard trade rumors, but what are you going to get for him? He's aging, he's on a big contract, mm-hmm. and his performance is poor. I mean, you'll get a conditional sixth round if you're lucky. Yeah, you're going to find him on the, the side of milk cartons soon. Yeah, right? you really are. Yeah, I, I get it. So, Bolden is that, you know, he's the receiver that's got to be leaned on, I guess, here, right? And he Protection just, he, type, right? if he can't, it, you know, when he's got the opportunity, he just drags in catches like he's got some type of tractor beam sometimes. Yeah, um, he does. I, I, when Bowler gets in the zone, he gets like, he plays angry. He does. Uh, it's fun to watch. He it's is fun to watch. still, even at his age. It is he's amazing. 33 or something like yeah, that, I think. Great, so I think he could go off in this one. Uh, I'm not going to say he's top 10, but, but top I 20. think top, uh, maybe top 18. Ooh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, move him up 10 spots, right? Yeah, I would say something like Beautiful. that. Beautiful. I like it. Okay, now it's time for catnip and kryptonite. And again, we'll start with looking back at uh, week five. Um, so catnip... Let's start with you, yeah? Yeah, sure. So I chose the Chiefs DST, mm-hmm. who I was sort of happy about. Um, they were in, home to Chicago. They right? were home to Chicago, and I thought Chicago suck a mm-hmm. lot. And the Chiefs weren't doing but too badly so far. Right. Um, they ended up scoring... 10 points, okay. the DST, which isn't too bad. They, they, they got a touchdown, mm-hmm. um, and that put them ninth. So, you know, if you started them, You're you happy. were relatively happy. It was a de- de- number one defense. So it, was, it wasn't a huge catnip celebration, but it no, was fine. Right? It, got, it, it got you what you expected. And it took that cutler, like that perfect throw at the end that yep. dropped in there that brought them down a few points, right? Without that, they're even better. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, it was a good pick. I liked it. Uh, you went with DeMarco. DeMarco Murray, yeah. I think it was because fuck it, right? Because fuck it, because yeah. you thought it was about time he did it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like what we've noted down that I did say he was going to get 156 yards. Something like that, yeah, 156, 146. Uh, well, it's close enough. Not no? far off. Yeah, 120. More, I mean, after what, his high was like 40 upcoming into the yeah. game? So yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's a big hit there if you put DeMarco in, which I did. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think the good thing was, okay, so he ended up with... Uh, in standard scoring, it would have been 17 points. He got 120 yards mm-hmm. and another 37 receiving. yards receiving on seven touchdown receptions. And a touchdown. And a touchdown. So actually, in PPR, he would have got you 24 points, yeah. which, well, is, which is pretty where good. Where I had him, actually. Where you had him. In our league, right? So there you go. Yeah. So, you know, 24 points from a starting running back is pretty good. Yeah, it was the first time this year I felt good about DeMarco Murray. And I, again, I think going forward, I'll keep him in there, I think, this week. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I think now we're seeing DeMarco hopefully sort of separating himself out from Sproles and uh, Matthews as the as the running back one in Philly. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, if Chip Kelly alters his way, right, and just starts to run his horses a little bit there, right? I mean, DeMarco is the kind of back that needs the work. Yeah. Uh, so well, we'll see. We'll see. Kryptonite. Uh, kryptonite. Uh, you went with Martavis Bryant. I cheated a little bit, yeah, Martavis Bryant. Martavis Bryant. But at the time we recorded it, it looked like he could be starting. Sure, we didn't know he wasn't going to be. He was a probably he was he was going to go as far as everybody knew. Uh, so I, what he was ranked twenty fourth or something. Like yeah, that, right? he was ranked twenty fourth. Um, and I just didn't feel like you should start a guy who hasn't played, right? 
Nej. Så, jeg mener, jeg vinder easily on this one, if he didn't start him, you're happy because he didn't play. Absolutely. Uh, he was only activated Tuesday. Um, yeah, anyways, it, it's a hit. It was a hit. Cheating slightly. Wow. I, I didn't know. Point's a point. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Who did you pick? I took uh, Terrence oh, Williams. Terrence. Yeah. Um, yeah, New had, England yeah. were in Dallas, and it wasn't pretty at all. Theoretically, I mean, they were getting beaten up so much, so you would have thought they would have started throwing, but it just wasn't connecting. No, I, I, uh, it sounds like Whedon's actually going to be benched for Castle this week. Yeah, I think it might happen actually. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the Cowboys just didn't stand a chance. They're imploding. <laughs> Nothing worked. I mean, without Des Bryant there, this Terrence Williams is not a number one receiver. No, and 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 uh, this week showed it. He went uh, two for thirty yards off four targets and a measly six, three six, points. Six, Sorry, of sorry, of six targets. Sorry, Ooh, no, two more targets. Sorry, uh, of six targets uh, for a measly three points. Yeah, uh, again, he's a complimentary receiver. Uh, if Des is starting and you're in a twelve-team league, Terrence is startable. But no, stay away from Terrence. Yeah, so going forward, how about this week, my friend? This week, let's look at our catnips first. Uh, you went with Chuck Hendrick. I'm glad you said that name before I got to it. Chuck Hendrick West. Uh, before you say who. Uh, Get turn on the computer. Yeah, for God's like, sake, really? if you don't know now, then... <laughs> um, you do know that Jamal Charles went down last week. Uh, the dreaded ACL tear is second of his career. Uh, I was reading an article about about the fact that he might not even recover from this, right? Yeah. Because the second one is always harder than the first. Anyway, uh, a lot of people think, oh, well, yeah, that means Niall Davis starts, right? Um, but no. Um, the official depth chart apparently still has Niall above. But if you look back at the previous games, week three, week four... Davis didn't touch the ball, whereas West was getting a little bit of work. So we're expecting him to be the the, the pun that the one that's going to plug it to be plugged in instead of in, no. in, instead of yeah, well, no, I was going to weigh in and instead instead of Jamal. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, so, so replacing Jamal. Yeah. I think it's not going to be so much Niall Davis. I mean, definitely he, Niall Davis is going to get some work. I, I can't remember what the breakdown was after Jamal went down. I had it written down in the blog somewhere, but. West got the majority of the touches after uh, Jamal went down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Chikandrick West is catnip because he's going to be... I mean, hopefully you all picked him up in your leagues yesterday. Uh, if he's still available, please run to the waiver wire now. Uh, pick him up. Right? Yeah, definitely. I, I, ended up, I ended up picking him up in our league. I, it was on a... I, I blasted... Uh, Nay, spunked a quite a lot of my my fab budget on him. Um, forty six dollars. Forty, I think forty three. I went forty. I went high on him. Why not? Man? I thought screw it. Um, I was probably this was sort of also kind of a bit of a fuck you to the rest of my um, running backs this week as well because I got screwed by them. So I thought right, well, I'm not going to stuff Shake any of things these. up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. gives me another option coming off the bench yeah. depending on the matchup. Of course, I think. yeah, yeah. I mean, PPR too. I don't know if he catches very much. Well, well, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll find out. So anyway, moving on to my catnip, um, I'm looking at Lamar Miller. Oh, who's big. I like it. Yeah, so he really hasn't done much so far this year. No. Um, he Very hasn't done, I think, if I remember rightly, he's only got 47, uh, 37 carries so far through four weeks because they've mm, had the bye. Bye last week. Um, which really isn't much for someone who was drafted as a wide receiver one. Sorry, running back as, as, as a running back one. Yeah, he definitely was. Yeah, Probably yeah. he was sort of maybe a tenth or eleventh running back. Yeah, he was a top. He was a top ten running back for sure um, coming into the year. So, so what the heck are you doing? Why, why are you choosing a guy so low? I mean, they're playing Tennessee. They're playing Tennessee, who is sixpence against the run. Yeah, like so. I the only reason I, I like it is that I think, you know, I think it's finally time for him to break out this season. 
Oh, yeah. Um, they got Dan Campbell, who's their interim coach. Hopefully, they're going to remember that he's there to, to, to use. Uh, he was even tweeting out to someone who asked him whether he was worth starting fantasy, something like, uh, watch this space. Miller did. Yeah. All right. Mm. Uh, so, well, I mean, of course, what else are you going to say? No, don't start me. I'm not confident in myself. <laughs> but I, I kind of like him this week. I don't think he's going to be... You know, fantastic, but I think he could be top twenty. Yeah, no, I uh, I'm starting him in my NFL, my ten team league this week. Wow. Um, yeah, well, I mean, Philbin, Philbin's gone. Philbin's right? gone now. Yeah. Uh, so Campbell. So yeah, we got a new coach coming in, and I think part of the hiring process had to be like, are you going to use the tools we're giving you? Uh, and I think he's going to have to run Lamar Miller, otherwise he's going to get booed out of town. I think so, and especially as their wide receivers aren't working, those screen passes mm-hmm. aren't helping anybody in fantasy. Yeah, those little passes to laundry get boring after a while, right? It I, does. I think they run the ball this week and run it hard. Yeah, I think so. so and and it should, if we, when you look at Miami and Tennessee, they're pretty, you know, they're pretty normal on matchups, I think. You know, it's a pretty even matchup going into it, I think. So it shouldn't be a blowout. So. Right. You'd expect the running game to be, to, you know, the running game should be strong. I think. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, so moving on to Kryptonite, my friend. Kryptonite. You've chosen Mike Wallace, wide receiver, Vikings. Um, yeah, I mean, again, uh, he's not gonna. Well, unless he doesn't start this week, I was gonna say he's not gonna get you no points. Um, there is a possibility he doesn't start. He, he's got a gimpy knee. Uh, that's mm-hmm. all it says. A sore knee. Uh, we won't know till later today. The official report. Um, but yeah, this is the number one reason why I'm putting him in the kryptonite. This is Mike Wallace, vertical receiver. He's got to run fast. That's his job. Um, if he doesn't run fast, he isn't a good player. Uh, so I'm definitely moving Wallace down the expectation list. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's he's currently a low end yeah, wide receiver too. Yeah, yeah something some, like that. I mean, some people have him. I, I saw him actually ranked in the teens by a couple people. Really. Um, so yeah, I, I think. Uh, temper your expectations with Wallace. Um, I mean, they're playing Kansas City as well. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion. Uh, well, we're going to get into this in your crypto. We are, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, let, let, let's move on to your crypto. All right, the same so time. I've got, um, I've got uh, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> same, same matchup. Same matchup right. um, against uh, Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, and I, it's just... Uh, yeah, I don't know really. I mean, I'm just not sure on it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, my, my whole reasoning, well, another part of my reasoning is I think the Vikings are going to kill the Chiefs. Right. I, I think the Chiefs are going to be in trouble this week. I mean, if you saw them last week, once Charles went down, I mean, I know that I told you to pick up Chikandrick West, but once Charles went down, that was a whole different team. Mm-hmm. Um, they struggle. To they rely them. so much on Jamal yeah, I mean, exactly. if you think about a one you know, a, a one-person team or, or a team that relies on one person outside the quarterback. Because, yeah. you know, quarterback, fine. But you've maybe got... I think that's it. I think problem. he's in a league by himself. You're right. Yeah, I think so. I and mean, when there's Jeremy Pop- Macklin, there's... That's oh, it. Oh, I got Kelsey, I guess. But, I mean, still. But even Kelsey, really... since the first week, he really hasn't sort of done what we're expecting Kelsey to do. Yeah, without... He's Ch- been a disappointment so yeah. far. For and without Charles, <clears throat> without Charles to take the defense's attention away, yeah. what's Kelsey going to do? Right? Yeah, exactly. Mm, I do agree. I think... Uh, your Bridgewater pick, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, nothing wrong with Bridgewater this week, but the fact is, they're not going to need to throw the ball. No. It's going to be run Adrian Peterson, win the game 21-3, to and let's go to the next week. I think so. <laughs> now we just want to spend a couple of seconds, uh, sort of to go back to, to what something we spoke about last week with trades, when we were discussing what 
sort of value you're going to get for CJ Anderson, and I threw out some names for you and stuff like that. Yep. Um, and just so I bring it up, Jamie Eisenberg tweeted out earlier this week that he had traded, he had got CJ Anderson for Tyler Eifert. Which, uh, on the surface, I, don't, I think sounds he, awful. <laughs> he already had Gronk, though. There you go. This is the key. Um, so he's got Gronk starting week to week. He's got Eifert just sitting on the bench. Yeah. And somebody said, well, I'll give you C.J. Anderson for him. And now this changes. Things. Now, I mean, yeah, I mean, it changes things. I mean, I think, for me, that's a decent pickup. Okay. Because um, uh, he's basically giving away nothing, particularly. Okay, he's going to have to find... Oh, no, because no. now it's after... Gronk's already had his bye. It's after the bye so week. So unless he gets injured, everything's good. Yeah. Um, but this is just to maybe highlight how low C.J. Anderson's fallen, that what you've got to give up. So you can give up C.J. Anderson for someone else's second tight end. <laughs> and so that really shows how low he is, I think. Uh, it is true. I mean, of course, this backup tight end happens to be Eifert. Um, but you're right. If you're trading your number one pick for somebody's backup tight end... You Who you probably got in the seventh round. Yeah, exactly. You know that things are not going very well for no, CJ. definitely not. I, I think going forward, CJ's got a chance, but it's... Hellman ballgame. It is, it is. Okay, now we want to have a look maybe at, well, we're going to uh, dive into a new section, which for the moment has got the moniker Game of Intrigue. Game of Intrigue. But if we, we can figure it, we need it. Yeah, I'll have to find something <laughs> sort of bum, bum, bum. Um, anyway, so each week we're going to pick one game that we think is intriguing yeah. from in a fantasy, fantasy pers- yeah. perspective. Mm-hmm. Because although it might be intriguing from a fantasy fantasy perspective easy for me to say um it may not be in terms of watching it on sunday afternoon yeah I, i'm looking ahead to who the game that you have picked here and you're right i, I, I don't think i'm going to be watching it no this is baltimore san francisco mm-hmm. and it's it's in san francisco right uh both wide receivers are playing their old team this week when the ravens come to town which is you know nice you might get the kind of the the, the fuck you yards mm-hmm. um and this is as good a game as any for San Francisco to get back on track and get their second win of the season. I mean, if you can't beat Baltimore at home, then something's wrong with you. And yeah. then I think it's time to say, look, let's give up on this season. Well, I, I, you're right. I think Baltimore's been a bit of a disappointment. Um, it is a chance for them to make a statement of some kind. Yeah. Um, I mean, but Baltimore is... Yeah. They're, I mean, Baltimore is allowing uh, the second worst in the league in terms of points to wide receivers. They're allowing almost 30 points a game to wide receivers. This That's, is your Bolden pick. Yeah. yeah, so this is sort of why I like Bolden. And also Torrey Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like both of them at kind of at wide... One of them at wide receiver, probably Bolden at wide receiver too, and, and, and uh, Torrey Smith at flex, I think. Wow. You could probably start it. Because mm-hmm. I just think they've got the option. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is... Dependent purely on Kaepernick. Um, he looked good, or he looked better in week five than he did in weeks three and four. Maybe he can parlay that into a decent performance in yeah, week six. Yeah, get a little but... bit of momentum. We'll see, I suppose. I mean, he's still young. You never know. Uh, not all is lost. He is He is becoming, that contract is becoming problematic. Well, actually, if they were quite clever, because if you actually have a look at his contract, he's getting paid franchise QB money okay. or second tier. I mean, I think he's on about sixteen a year, something like that. Not Matt Ryan money, but no, but Ryan not far off. But it's essentially it's a series of one year contracts. Okay, um, that they can basically cut him whenever. So cool. they're, 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 it's it's not bad. In it's kind of team friendly in that respect. So you think that's going to happen? <laughs> I, I don't think say, so let's yet. Say, let's say he continues no, the, rest but of the year this way. Yeah, if continuing, it, I think it depends where they end up in the draft, but. Quite interestingly, you've got someone coming out of uh, 
University of California, Berkeley, mm-hmm. who is being picked as the Heisman, possible Heisman Trophy winner, Jared Goff. Okay. Uh, and he, they sort of saying he looks a lot like Matt Ryan. Right. He's tall. He stands up in the pocket. Um, he's about six foot four, six it, foot five. It sounds like you're already looking forward to a Niners quarterback of the future. Uh, well, Niners quarterback <laughs> of the future who's tall. I mean, he's kind of the antithesis. He doesn't run as much, uh-huh. but he's got a hell of an arm, right. and he's very. He's Seems to be very good in terms of what's up there in between in between years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a very intelligent quarterback, which I think when you look at Kaepernick, his decision making sometimes is poor. Mm-hmm. So part of what intrigues you about this game is if Kaepernick continues to suck, maybe you'll have a better quarterback next year. And also, <laughs> there, there's this home team thing as well. You know, yeah, he yeah. he would have come out of Cal, and it's just oh, around the yeah, corner. I mean, so it would be kind of a, a nice thing to have. It would be a nice thing to have, and he's. See, you know, that they're looking at him as basically one of the top two, uh, one of the top two quarterbacks going for the Heisman Trophy this okay. year. Cal are ranked nationally for the first time since 2009, I think. So, well, we'll see. We'll see. Is Baltimore interesting this week for you? Baltimore, Any, anywhere near as? Well, in terms of fantasy, yes. I mean, and this is basically based on their current injury situation. Right. Uh, Harbaugh's hopeful Steve Smith will be back, but this is day to day, and given the severity of injury, the, the, these micro fractures. I, I, I just back. hate the sound of it. Micro fractures in your back. Yeah. Um, for anybody, it sounds awful. For a 37-year-old wide receiver, 37, whatever it is. Whatever. Um, it sounds awful, but yeah, so I'm a little leery. Of this well. Yeah, me too. And there's also a lot of sort of watchful waiting for Forsett as well. So it, he, he escaped with not getting this dreaded high ankle sprain, right, but, he, but he is dinged up a bit. Mm-hmm. He had a great game, right? Yeah, 121 yards and a touchdown before he went out. And mm-hmm. that was his kind of his breakout game, and that, which, was, which was great. Mm-hmm. If he's out, it looks like uh, Javorius Allen will likely be the starting running back, or Talia Farrow, yeah. who's also dinged up. Okay. So he could, and, he, and he actually sat out the game in week five. Mm-hmm. So you might want to look up, at, I mean, this might be a last-minute thing, but depending on Forsett and Talia Farrow, Javoris Allen might be a great pickup, late waiver wire pickup on Sunday morning or something like that. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely watch the Forsett situation, obviously, right? Exactly, Before exactly. Right, so now we're looking at uh, your My game of the week. Game. Uh, what is it again? The Game of Intrigue. Game of Intrigue. So, um, what's your game of the week then? Dun dun dun! Uh, the Miami Dolphins and the Tennessee Titans uh, in Tennessee, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the big thing here, of course, is the the new coach, right? Uh, but I mean, both teams are coming into the game one and three records. They both need to do something big, right? Yep. Uh, I think the Dolphins, in particular. Um, they're seeing their supposed QB franchise regressing in front of their eyes. And yeah, it's all the offensive line's fault. Can they gel? Can they get back together? It's brutal, they are. Yeah, I mean, so all they've been able to do is get these little screen passes to Jarvis Landry. Um, As a way of breaking this blitz. Yeah. Uh, because people are seeing them and they're going, like, we're just going to blitz Tannehill every single play. Yeah, and this doesn't help you if you're a fantasy owner, right? No. Um, well, unless maybe it's PPR. I mean, Landry's not death in PPR, but still, even Landry's less than I, I'd hope and for. And just, just coming in, I mean, okay, so, so they both got one and three records, but... They both seem to be trending in different directions. Miami's on a downer, and yeah, I there's feel a good lot of, about Tennessee. For yeah. some reason, yeah, and you don't. There's not many teams with, that you look at at one and three and think, ah, could be worse. Yeah, uh, but you're right. With Miami, it, one and three feels like 
0-4, yeah, it does. It really does. I mean, it feels like a lost season in terms of where they were predicted. A lot of people were tipping them for playoffs this mm-hmm. year, wild card spot or whatever. Yeah, I mean, so we had Lamar Miller. We talked about him earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested to see if they run the ball, right? The new interim coach, Dan Campbell. Yeah. Uh, if he, I, I, I've got a pretty good feeling he's been instructed, uh, use your horse. Yeah. Uh, so I think, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they do, if they become a real team, if they become the Dolphins they're supposed to be. If so... Uh, does something on defense? If you know the stars play up to expectations, then they right? yeah. I mean that they they've got the piece, they got the pieces in place yeah. that it's got a gel. Uh, although probably going through Oklahoma drills yeah. <laughs> three days before is not necessarily the best way to to motivate people. True enough. Yeah, and then of course on the other side of the ball you got the rookie Mariota. Um, I haven't really watched him play very much. But only, only that first week, and he looked great that first week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he can run the ball. He can throw the ball. He, he's got, they got Delaney Walker at tight end. There's Kendall Wright. Um, There's no one really else you'd start. I mean, they've got Harry Douglas, but no one's starting Harry Douglas. No. I don't think. <laughs> well, they got the, 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 the rookie, the Doriel Green, right? Doriel Green Beckham, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he's interesting. But I'm also curious to see what happens in the backfield. Uh, Antonio Andrews was the name everybody was talking about last week, and he did a little something, if I yep. remember right, 50 yards, a touchdown, I think. Um, I mean, he could end up t- overtaking Sankey. Or Sankey I, I think he kind of has, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he's I think he's gone by Sankey. Um, so, yeah. This, I, uh, I mean, I think this would be until David Cobb comes back. He's still on IR uh, designated or to return. That'll be interesting when he comes back as well, right? Um, but, yeah. Let's see how the whole running back situation shakes up, and I'll, I'll probably even watch a little of this game. Yeah, it, it, could, be, it could be a bit tasty for fantasy purposes. All right, then. So now it's time for our favorite slot of the week, I think. The fantasy trust tree. It's time for the fantasy trust tree. Let's climb it, man. Let's climb it. Um, and we have a letter this week from... It's a bit of a sad letter, actually, okay. but, but, but hopeful at the same time. Okay. Dear Rankings Attack, I'm a divorcee and I'm getting back into the dating game after a few months out. I'm a little nervous as I haven't been out dating for a long time. I'm thinking of taking a buddy with me as my wingman to protect me from all those cougars. But I'm not sure which one I should ask. Which one of these do you think will help me the most in this crucial and flexible role this week? CJ Spiller, Sammy Watkins, or Martavius Bryant? Yours, Horny in Boise, Idaho. Oh, in Boise to boot. Um, Yeah, well, the wingman is, of course, a necessary ingredient in any good night out. Um, And every good fantasy team. (laughs) Of course, your flex position, I'm assuming here, yes, uh, is what we need to decide on. Uh, So CJ, Sammy... And Martavis, uh, what's your gut call there, Sam? Um, I think I'd probably go. Oh, with, so we got Spiller. So we got Atlanta. Spiller. Uh, has got uh, home to Atlanta yeah, on the okay. Thursday night. All right. You've got Watkins, who is at home to Cincy, mm-hmm. and then you've got Martavis Bryant, who's at home to uh, to the Cards. All right, Steelers, Cardinals, which yeah, should be all right. I think for this one, I mean. The thing for me, this this depends on injuries, really. Watkins is questionable, but uh, Rex Ryan hopes he's going to go. Yeah, I read that he's hopeful he'll go. So I actually, I'm leaning towards he'll start. I, yeah, I, I, I'm leaning towards start. And my view is I think... Even if, if he's a decoy, I think he'll go. Right? Yeah, and I think if he starts, then out of those three... He's probably the one I'd choose, maybe. Well, I mean, Martavis Bryant isn't healthy either, we don't think. We don't no. know. This is we don't thing. know. He's it's been activated. In mystery, he he right? was kept out of week five because apparently he injured his knee in the first practice back from suspension. Yeah, and they didn't have to report it because he hadn't been activated or something. Something. So we don't know what it is. <laughs> we'll find out Wednesday evening, I suppose. I guess probably in yeah, about three or four hours from now. Yeah. So if you're listening to this in three or four hours, you know. You can tell us that we're wrong. <laughs> 
Um, so which one do you like, Spiller, Watkins, or Bryant? Well, you're right. I, 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 if Watkins is going, I think I would start him. I mean, I think Cincinnati uh, has been putting up the points. Uh, I think the, the Bills will be forced to open it up a little bit. Um, I'm not too sure about the rookie quarterback in Buffalo, though. Uh, Tyrod uh, got Tyrod. banged up, didn't he? Yep, he did. Uh, uh, he, I mean, he, he ran for quite a while, but he's yeah, he's looked a bit banged up, and they even picked up as, uh, I think... Just Emergency a, quarterback? Yeah, Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. All right. Uh, yeah, I did see. I mean, I, saw, I watched a couple of the runs he made, and Jesus, wow, that guy got moves. He's got moves like Jagger. Exactly, brother. Uh-huh. Uh, but CJ Spiller, I, 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 you can't trust CJ. I... I don't know. I mean, against Atlanta, it's kind of a similar story. They, Atlanta should put up points. Uh, he should be forced in. They should be forced into using uh, the receiving running backs. So Spiller should be involved. Yeah. But can you trust him? Oh, God, this is a this is harder than I thought on the surface. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And it's the same. Actually, thing. the more I think about it, the the more I might actually go. God. <laughs> yeah, because Brian is tough too, right? Sure, I mean, Brian is tough too. Play yet? We don't know how healthy he is. You got Peterson over there, who's going to, of course, be put on Antonio yeah. Brown. But still, the Arizona defense is pretty strong. The, yeah, actually, looking at those three again, I think I'd change it. I think I'd go Spiller, but only because you got the other two both banged up and both playing fantastic defenses. So if you had to set your team today, uh, CJ Spiller. Spiller, because A, healthy, B, it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we're only talking tomorrow. Ah, this is the danger, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to make your choice. Like, what if, yeah, what if you choose not to start Spiller? And then you got Watkins and Bryant both both not starting. Yeah, that's why I think I'd go Spiller. He's he, he's healthy. He's playing against Atlanta, who don't have an amazing defense, but obviously better than last year. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, I'd go Spiller. I, I think in terms of um, fantasy tactics, you'd actually prefer to try to leave your your flex not to one of these positions. I mean, you don't want to use your flex up on Thursday night. No. Um, so if you could somehow put. Spiller in as your running back and put your running back in as the possible flex against these other two. I think that mm-hmm. would be the tactical thing to do. Sure. Uh, that leaves your flex that would open be, for later, right? That would leave me with, but that, oh, if I did that, oh, then... Oh, did, did that, you use the, use the pronoun me? Me. Oh my goodness. Uh, I thought you didn't come from Boise. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about, damn it, my secret's out. Uh, so, yeah, the issue we, is, I think that if I was going to do that in this hypothetical situation, uh-huh. uh, my running back would be Lacey. Okay. So you're then, I mean, then you've, I'd be starting Lacey Ingram. And oh, yeah. Okay. Ingram and Spiller as my RB1, RB2. And then Lacey, and then Lacey would be my flex. definite flex. Yeah, then you'd have to start him on one. Yeah, I see what you mean. It's a bit of a quandary. A quandary, no less. All right, let's go see Chase Spiller. Okay. And on that note, good luck for this week, and we'll see you in a week's time. Later.